he gives us in chapters 1 through 11. I'll give you just a few examples. Think of chapter 3, where we're told that since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, they are justified by His grace as a gift. Or think about that great mercy we read in 5.8, where we're told that God shows His love for you and me and that
places, Paul instructs us here in Romans 12, until we know Jesus in a personal way, until we have denied this self that has so much power over us all of our days and have decided to try and follow him. So first, we experience the mercy of God in Jesus Christ by the power of his spirit, and we give ourselves to the Lord, and we follow his call upon us, and this leads us to want to give ourselves to present our bodies as living sacrifices. Now, if you want some specifics of what this really means, biblically speaking, Martin Luther in his commentary on Romans points us toward 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. This is where Paul says, We entreat you not to accept the grace of God in vain. And he goes on to explain what that means, that we not accept the grace of God in vain. We don't want to do that. And, and Paul says, when he defends his own ministry, he says, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way that gives us long days through great endurance and afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, tumults, labors, hunger. You know, those are all sacrifices. And then he changes tunes with another list and says, by purity. some of the ways in which we can present our bodies as living sacrifice, and you can think of many others in the kinds of ministries and service you give to God's kingdom week in and week out. But other than gratitude for God's mercies, why do we do that and why does it have to be our bodies and not just our hearts, not just our souls? same 6th chapter of 2 Corinthians, Paul gives us the answer just a few verses later. This is where he tells us that we are temples of the living God. And he's talking about us as individual Christian people. And he bases this upon Leviticus 26. For Paul writes, as God said, I will live in them and move in them, and I will be this is why we present not just our hearts, not just our inner beings, but our very bodies as living sacrifices because God no longer dwells in a building like he once did in the temple in Jerusalem, but instead dwells in his people. As Paul had already told the church of Corinth in his first letter, the sixth chapter, do you not know that your body This type of 
giving or teaching or whatever it happens to do, all of that and more is pleasing to God. But there's another kind of sacrifice that we want to make sure that we offer each and every day. And that's the sacrifice of praise to our God that is worthy of our praise. In Hebrews 13, we can read, through Jesus, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is, with fervent lips that acknowledge His name. Do not neglect to do good, He says, and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. We can see there in that verse a, a life of gratitude, a life of generosity, a life of thankfulness. And this type of lifestyle is, after all, when we boil it all down, the life of faith. And Hebrews 11 teaches us that without faith, it's impossible to please just the same way, just as a life lived with faith pleases God, so do the sacrifices of praise and practical ministry. Sacrifices like worship, like following the example of Jesus, like doing the work of the kingdom, like meeting each other's needs, and on and on we could go. Those sacrifices give God pleasure. These are the sacrifices He desires. This is what it means present 